Yo, check us out. Chuck D, public enemy. Yo, what's up? This is DJ Yellow from the world's most dangerous group. What's up? This is DLC, the Diggy Diggy motherfucking guy. Yo, 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 what's up? This is your boy, Z-Man. What up, dog? This is Eshaw. This is Jerry Heller, motherfucker. This is your boy, DJ Paul KOL for 36 Young Busy Bone. Vice One. This is your man, Matt Mine, the Hell Razor. Yo, this is DJ Ready Red. What up, what up, what up? This is the real Rick Walsh, and you listen to me on the Murder Master Music Show. Frisco and shit, and uh, these cats were Latin, and uh, 
and you know they were from the valley and stuff. So I mean, it was it was like two worlds colliding. You know what I'm saying? They, I, I kind of rapped different and um, kind of had a whole different swag. But I mean, it kind of it kind of like worked out though. Like it it it, it blended it up and made, made it more like you know show the differences in Latin rappers. And and like I've always said, man, I never really considered myself just a Latin rapper. I've always considered myself a rapper and wanted respect in that and such. You know what I mean? So. Um, rapping with them, it was you know it was cool. It was, like I said, it was uh, being able to rap around with uh, other cats that uh, you know my my nationality and stuff. So it it was a trip. But I mean, I never really cared about that either. You know, what I mean, when I when I branched off, I mean, where I'm from, I was raised around Samoan, white, Latino, black, Filipino, like fucking everything. So it it is what it is. But um, yeah, man, it was good times. But yeah, that that song right there, and, and a lot of people don't know that too. Is like. When we did the video and everything, I just got out to county, and uh, like the night before, so had to, to try to learn my lyrics and shit for that song for that video. <laughs> so you you really had right on the spot. You had to improvise pretty much. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. And back then it was like just a big boombox playing and just trying to, you know what I mean? It wasn't too much editing and shit going on. So it's like if you fuck up, you fucked up, and 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 that's a lot of motherfuckers on one song. So. <laughs> You fucked up, then you, people was mad at you. Yeah, yeah, I think it was produced by Never, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but it was a classic, you know. Um, oh, yeah. You know, people, uh, uh, pe- people really liked that, and, and plus that movie too, um, Dog Day Records. I mean, they they were selling the hell out of that stuff, you know, at that time. Oh yeah. Um, you're and what, you're and what, like, were, were you in the movie at all, Pen Chances, or just on the soundtrack? No, I wasn't in the movie at all. Matter of fact, I don't know if I... I think they were working on the movie way before, uh, like, the video and stuff. And that's, like I said, I was I had prior engagements with the county jail. So <laughs> wasn't uh, <laughs> wasn't in the movie. But, yeah, I, I, like I said, that's when... Uh, we, matter of fact, I think we filmed two videos that day. It was um, Handful and Marijuana Dreams. I think it was the same fucking parking lot. Yeah. Yeah, that stuff was uh, uh, you know, like I said, it was it was moving pretty good to the point to where um, you know, what I'm saying it was it was selling all over the globe. You know, what I'm saying it, it got you guys from an underground, you know, what I'm saying level to everywhere. You know, um, at what point though did you hook up with uh, Black and Brown? Um, so as far as the timeline was, I had a, a six-song EP tape called uh, "Living on the Ultimate High." Then um, from there, I started fucking around with Dark Room and stuff. Ended up meeting Boyle Loco, doing an um, album called ICBG, Innocence of Proven Guilty. And I think from there on was like more of a, had, had my name going pretty good. And so after that was um, Julio just put out, Goto's just put out, um, they put out 17 Reasons. And a lot of people think I'm on that shit too. It's, 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 it's a trip. A lot of people are like, man, I loved you on 17 Reasons. I'm like, that's dope. I wasn't on it, but cool. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. 18 with a bullet came out and I was on that one. So from from that time on, and then then that's when we kind of like you know chopped it up about the uh, the the solo album. Yeah, because uh he was just putting out compilations, um, and those are the ones you mentioned are classics. Um, uh, but you were the first solo artist on the label, were you not? Yeah, I was, so, and and. He was just doing what everybody. I mean, shit. Master P was doing. Every, everybody's putting out some compilations, yeah. and they were moving. You know what I mean? It was it was the thing to do, and 
And as far as like being a label, I mean, it was probably the easier thing to do because you didn't have to deal with an artist like me and, and, and get them going and find out where the fuck they're at and, you know what I mean, get them to promote their own shit. So just sitting there, you know, getting artists and shit to get on songs and putting out a compilation was, I guess it was a lot easier back then. And plus, it had more power, right? When you've seen all them fucking names, people would snatch that shit up, you know, instead yeah. of, and so. A great promotional almost, tool. Yeah. So, which was which was smart on our side of, like, so when my my solo came out, why not put a bunch of features on it, too? You're kind of writing that fucking compilation style, and but with a solo artist. So I, I'm pretty sure that, that helped out in our favor, too. When my solo album came out and seen all them features on that, you know what I mean? That, that shit was getting snatched up. Yeah. Yeah, I think I reviewed that album in The Murder Dog, um, if I'm not mistaken. And um, it, it definitely... Uh, you know what I'm saying? It, it was moving a lot of units. I mean, you guys were advertising it everywhere. Um, man, what describe that feeling, man? What was it like, you know, to have your own solo album out? You know, with a label like Black and Brown backing it. Um, what was it like, man? Just being a young guy at that time. Well, shit. I mean, that's that's why the reason I called it 14 Care Dreams was that. Um, what what you just said right there was like I was living that dream. Um, I think I was going to call it something totally different. Can't remember off the top of my head, but you know, the more people I got on it, the more shit I was doing, flying out to places and and because um, you know back then you didn't get a feature by fucking email or nothing and not ever meet the motherfuckers. So uh, everything we did was you know traveling and seeing people and just running into fucking people. Like like I always said, one of my favorite fucking things was just seeing be legit on the fucking freeway. And go tell Sam, man, what's up? We headed to the studio. You know, shit like that would happen. Like those were the days when you're actually um, sitting there chopping it up with everybody. But like, yeah, that's exactly why I called it 14 Care Dreams because it was like, man, this is the shit. You know, especially um, just just growing up where I'm from, the Mission District and shit, and just you know looking up to the RBLs and the and the, and the uh, JT, the bigger figures and all that. And and everybody, basically everybody I had on 14 Care Dreams was you know handpicked to where it's like that's who I would love to fuck with. And then when I finally did, it was like, wow, this is real. This is fucking real as fuck. I'm in the studio with all these cats, holding my own ground, doing my thing, getting props by them. Like, that was more than anything, was getting props by, the, you know, everybody I rapped with on that album, yeah. from Sebo to fucking Selly Cell, to, you know, them being like, damn, boy, okay, <laughs> we see you. Getting that the was approval like, of, of your like peers, that. you know, um, people you looked up to. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And that that was like the ultimate um, – payment right there and you know all the the rest of the shit came with it you know so hey, i got a question for you though yeah what the fuck is a murder dog <laughs> murder dog magazine go? okay murder dog magazine was started by black dog um in vallejo in 1993 and uh what it was is black dog he was uh he was actually a punk rocker and he moved to the bay and uh he moved right down the road from e40 and uh, he was also a photographer. So he started taking pictures. He started seeing, like, the, the rap scene in the Bay really start to blow up, you know. And, and uh, next thing you know, he, he funded uh, this self-funded magazine, and, and it just started blowing up. It became, like, the magazine of the Bay, man, and it's branched out all across the globe. And that's why this is the Murder Master Muse show, because this is a, a continuation of that, you know. Um, but, that's yeah, man. Yeah, man, it, it, it's crazy, man. But uh, yeah, he was there at the beginning of a lot of that stuff. 
Yeah. Did you we ever uh, meet Black Dog? I most likely did because we would always fuck around and, you know, from from all the magazines back then. I mean, shit, I missed that shit too, you know, from the Showcase magazines to the 4080s to the Murder Dogs. Like, that was that was dope, Close. meeting everybody and, and um, everybody, who you know, who edited and shit like that and that, doing the interviews and all that stuff and just even going in there to just, you know, get, get advertisement and shit. So that was that was dope. So, I mean, I can't say yeah. I did and I can't say I didn't. So I, I most likely did. I mean, us going in there and fucking getting, you know, promotion and shit. Man, that that dude's story is the craziest because he's originally from Sri Lanka, which is a little island off the uh, you know coast of India, and uh, he came to America, got involved in a punk rock band, toured the globe, moved to the Bay, like I said, right down the road from Forty, and then put out one of the most <laughs> successful hip hop magazines, and the motherfuckers yeah, Champ, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, it's it's crazy, it's crazy, man. But you know, uh, even even when I would listen to that old uh, that old uh, uh, Biggie Small shit, I, and I would always switch in, instead of uh, Word Up magazine, <laughs> it was always Murder Dog magazine, like in the back of the limo. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that's your you know that's that's your home area magazine, you know, right there. I mean, um, all the I mean all the all the people that he featured early on was all just from Frisco, Vallejo, Oakland, and. Um, you know, it was an honor for for when I got involved with it to be able to uh, review music from cats like yourself or Dark Room or or Gold Toes. You know, speaking of Gold Toes, what what was he like, man? He uh, um he's he's a very inspirational guy, man. Oh, he ain't he ain't changed. If you look if you look at his Instagram right now and him what he's doing right now, he ain't fucking changed. He he he's always just been a hundred miles an hour pushing, hustling. I mean, he was he was a he was he was born for this shit. He uh yeah. like just not taking no for an answer, you know, doing his thing and just um very motivational. You know what I mean? Very motivational. And um uh, if if you ain't doing it like him, then get out the way, you know what I'm saying? That's 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 his thing. He he'll uh he'll push you to, you know, push yourself, which is which is dope. So it's like, you know, having a a, a good coach with you know, to push a star player. So that's that's why that whole um that forty care dreams came out the way it came out, you know what I mean? It was like a lot of involved. Um, he was involved with a lot of you know picking the beats and shit and and um, getting you know getting shit handled that uh, an artist can't you know can't really do by themselves. So it was a good a uh, good little team. But like I said, yeah, strike. Just one word is just motivated. That's that's him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, I reviewed a guy. Uh, what what was up with that guy Cool Whip? You know anything about that guy? Oh yeah, I, I, matter of fact, um, I just got a verse for him from him on um on my new shit. So on, on my on my newest shit that I'm working on is kind of like pushing forward and then kind of reaching back. You know what I mean? So somebody wow. like him, I, I got him on the new shit and just because I'm, I'm I've always been pretty good too. Like when I when I come up with my songs and shit and there's an empty spot, I already know what kind of voice I want on there. So I got him and a cat named Tension. On the same song because they both got that that rah, that, that that little raspy shit, little you know. Raspy so the song's voice, called yeah. yeah. So the song's called Cockroaches. So it's like you know that Scarface shit, fucking cockroach. So I knew I wanted some like grimy shit on there, so I picked uh, Cool Whip Intention. And uh, the funny shit is, uh, um, I was clowning with him on on uh, his Instagram, and I said something about you know uh, something about being a white boy, and he's like, man, people don't even know that I ain't a white boy. I was like, damn. 
I, and I and I forgot that he told me that a long time ago. He's like Japanese and something else. Like holy shit! But uh, yeah. everybody yeah, everybody coined him as <laughs> everybody coined him as like the crazy white boy in black and brown. Yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I reviewed that album too, and uh, I always wondered because that was the only project I ever heard from him. Uh, man, now that I know that you uh, got at him, tell him to get at me, man. And uh, shit, I'll bring him on and interview him here too, because uh, Hell yeah. Hell I know. Yeah. He's got something to say. Same thing with Gold Toes, man, if you uh, chop it up with him. But, hey, uh, let's take a break, uh, Mr. Key, and go to one of these uh, uh, dope tracks you sent me. I'm going to let you pick the the one you want to play. We got a little this, a little that, and, uh, you know, say Racks in the Safe. Which one do you want to roll with? Oh, shit, we're going to do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, because that's all she wants at the party. <laughs> Definitely. And that's uh, that's Definitely. it. Uh, I, got, I got an album out right now called um, uh, We Are the Mob. It's not really a solo. I'm on everything, but um, you know, let let the little group thing like Soldiers of Fortune and shit get all over that. But um, yeah, this is a uh, me featuring my boy Half Breed, R.I.P. Half Breed, and um, my boy is the Ghost. Uh, my boy Half Breed uh, passed not too long ago, about a month ago. Last time we were oh, talking, we were talking about doing a video. We're, yeah, we we're talking about doing a video to this fucking song. So uh, make sure I put this on. Yeah, rest in peace to your homie, man. We'll be uh, right back with Mr. Key. Don't go nowhere. Tell me what you want. Tell me what you need. Fridge full of drink with a whole lot of weed. Sex all night if you get a rough E. And you ain't gonna believe what the bitch told me. Go ahead and sip a little heme, bitch. I ain't tripping. Post for the camera like a video vixen. She let her ride when the roof is missing. With her ass so fat, fucking up suspension. Go hit the ladies' room, powder your nose. Riding home fucked up, driving one eye closed. I'm on like shit, but still keeping it lit. I'm a Bay Ridge user, Golden Gate rapper, Cognac connoisseur, whole bitch checker, cocaine residue, hundred dollar bill, and the lean in my cup won't spill. Tell me what you want, tell me what you need. Bitch full of drink with a whole lot of weed. Sex all night if you get a real and you ain't gonna believe what the bitch told me. She want a little bit of X, a little bit of X. A little bit of that, 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 a little bit of that,
my lap, giving brain, man, this shit crazy. Roll the wig, yeah. pour a glass of hand, we can hit Santa Cruz, and have some sex on the beach. I can get you what you want. I think she said, please, with all this dope D, I'm giving her what she needs. Tell me what you want, tell me what you need. Bridge full of drink with a whole lot of weed. Sex all night, if you get a raw feed. You ain't gonna believe what the bitch told me. You want a little bit of that? A little bit of that. A little bit of that with a little bit of that. A little bit of that. A little bit of that. A little bit of that and a little bit of that. A little bit of that. A little bit of that. A little bit of that with a little bit of that. A little bit of that. A little bit of that. A little bit of this and a whole lot of that. Back here, Murder Master Music Show, episode 757. We got Mr. Key here from Frisco. Oh, man, that's dope right there, man. You took a break for a, a, a hiatus for a minute, didn't you? Yeah, Mr. Key, you there, brother? My bad. I had Hello. to sit on mute. <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh, no, all good. Uh, yeah, but, uh, but uh, look, I was asking yeah, you, too, uh, the hiatus thing. Uh, it's hard to explain to people like with this music business, you know, the the the, the back the backstories of all this shit um, and the toll it could take as far as you know, just I mean, the, the easy way to put it is like your phone goes crazy when you when you're popping and it don't when it don't, you know what I mean? And, and trying to figure out who's who in this game and who's who in your life and you know that that whole that whole thing can get to you um, to where where the love of music starts not being the love of music no more when it's more like a job and it's more like who who can do what for who and you know what I mean it's, it was just that type of shit that's like um, I mean because I got I feel like I'm a very talented person as far as like a lot of people don't know I wrote all my hooks for even if you were a singer um, you know from, from filming videos so, so I started trying to get into other ass shit um, that, that was more behind the scenes like I love I, I, I got video equipment and shit like that I'm, so I'm hopefully end up end up doing a movie my damn self you know what i mean so um i looked at it like i had to take a break just to like i said let the because you never know when you're when you're when you're fucking kicking up dust and and um and there's all kinds of shit going on you never really know so that dust settles like who you fuck with or not you know what i mean so that was more that that type of thing then i just got the itch again as far as like you know i'll never stop listening I could be 90 years old and you play me an instrumental, I'll probably think of something. You know what I mean? Like that, that'll never go away. That's, that's natural. So, um, I had to feed that itch. Plus, plus had a shitload of music on a computer where like, how can I quit when I got too much shit, like just sitting there. And that's, that's kind of what brought me back to. And, and this whole, this whole pandemic shit kind of, kind of was the kick in the ass too. Cause it was like, you actually had time to really just, you know, think about shit, go through shit, listen to all your shit. Like, I'm like, damn, I'm pretty, I'm still pretty dope, shit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. You know, uh, talent, man, it doesn't go anywhere. And plus, too, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of people, man, they want to put like an age limit on, on hip hop. You know, what I'm saying, not saying you're an old guy by any means. You started out real young, but um, you know, they think if you're not, you know, 19 anymore. Um, you can't be dope, and it's, man, to me, I think all the dopest MCs are anywhere from, like, 30 to fucking 60. You know, Ice-T's still dope to me. Um, Public yeah. Enemy just dropped a dope project. Paris just dropped a dope album. 
Um, yeah, it was uh, right my there. favorite. My favorite rapper was uh, Rakim, so I, I was just listening to some of his yeah. shit too. Like, so it, it, it's just it's just when it marinates, and we all we all grew up in different eras. You know what I mean? Like we had, I guess. I mean, I'm not saying nobody now is like ungrateful or nothing, but I mean, we had to really like then push as far as from the promotion to. You know what I mean? It's just like when you said, did you ever fucking meet Black Dog or whatever? It's like, damn, we, we actually went to fucking places to get our shit in magazines. We actually had to go fucking get flyers printed up. Actually had to go meet people and actually be out there and shit. So I think that longevity and, and that that we weren't handed anything type of type of mentality makes it to where it's like, I could talk about shit forever because I lived it. So fuck you. I, 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 it doesn't matter how old I am because I can talk about whatever I fucking want because I lived that shit. You might look at me like, nigga, you ain't living like that right now. But I mean, hey, it is what it is. I've, I've done, been there, done that. So if you, if you seventeen, just like when I was seventeen years old, I thought I, I thought I've been through fucking hell. Like shit, you ain't even started. <laughs> you ain't even begun. Yeah. So you got a lot more to talk about, a lot more to reflect on, a lot more. Uh, your, your music starts getting more, um, more to the point, more real, more. You know, more just there instead of about fucking absolutely nothing sometimes. A lot of motherfuckers talk about absolutely fucking nothing sometimes. And it's, it drives me crazy that, you know, that, that people actually Humbling. soak that shit up and fuck and fucking love it. But it is what it is. I, mean, I ain't never hated on nobody. It, and I, I never will hate on nobody. When it comes to it, though. Not to cut you off, but, I just don't understand it. Uh, and, and like you said, not to hate on no one or whatever, man, teach his own, but... We need to have a bigger lane for talent um, than we than we have for trends. You know what I mean? It's like that trendy pop bullshit gets all the attention. Where the the talented rhyme uh, rhymers like yourself, you guys kind of get slept on. Uh, we got to go yeah. sifting through thousands and thousands of MCs to find the real good ones. You know, it's yeah, a different and, and it's, different I think, game. I think yeah, I think a lot of people too. They put. I mean, nowadays, everything has a tag on it, right? How many followers yeah. you have, how many fucking views you got. So, I mean, it feels like when people see shit like your views and everything and followers and all that stuff, they automatically think, oh, he got to be dope. Oh, he got to be the shit. He got to be, you know, and it might not even be your, your, your liking of music, but you're like, fuck, everybody else is listening to him. <laughs> um, and and yeah. speaking on that, like, uh, when you say sift through shit, it's like, damn, I... I finally just found a couple cats that I fuck with as far as like, because we all lost the art of storytelling for one. Um, Jordan Lucas, uh, Jordan Lucas is somebody dope as fuck at stories and shit. And um, another, another off the wall ass rapper, a dude named Dax that I just fucking started watching his videos and shit on uh, looking at, looking through Eminem shit. And then he, he actually has a song with Eminem and that's what made me listen to him is D-A-X. And um, yeah, that cat like his videos are fucking crazy and shit. Um, movie style shit. I love I love videos that are like movie style and not just like twelve hundred fucking dudes jumping up on a car or something. You know what I mean? Like like <laughs> yeah. real real fucking. Uh, I like I like content and concept in everything from the beat to the lyrics to the video to everything. Like when I write songs now, it's like I'm already visiting the video. Like there's some certain shit that I won't say in a song just because I'm like, probably can't pull that off in a video. You know what I mean? So now it's shit like that is because uh, I want to get really tough in the, uh, all next year I want to get really tough into, you know, dropping visuals before I do, you know, get get that gray beard and, and, and walk with a cane in a, in a wheelchair. You know what I mean? I might as well try to hit a couple out the ballpark now. And um and it's that's a lot of it's gonna be that visual shit and that movie style shit that I wanna oh, get yeah. into. But um 
So, but hey, it's not it's not everybody's cup of tea. Some people just love eight million motherfuckers uh, standing around a car. So, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, but you know what's going to be dope when people uh, see you coming back with it? They're going to remember you, man. You know, just like uh, Young Droop, he was another dope artist around that same time. Um, you know what I'm saying? They're going to, they're, I mean, your fan bases are still there, especially around the globe. You know, they seem to love hip hop more in other countries, I've noticed. Um, oh, it's, it's, you know it's always been like that. It's, yeah. it's the farther you go. So you, you can imagine when, when I first started, like the cats on my block were like, whatever, this nigga raps, whatever, cool. Then you go fucking three cities down. It's like, oh, see, I heard of you. Then you go fucking across the bay. Then you fucking go to the valley. Then you fucking. So I can only imagine, like, in Germany and everything, like, if somebody fucks with you, they fuck with you because they got nothing. They got nothing to um, cloud their view but what they think of you, what what they, how they listen to you, how they perceive you. You know what I mean? So the, that's that's why the farthest away, it's like you always got more love. That's why when we went to Texas, it was like, holy shit, these motherfuckers don't know who the fuck I am. I jumped on stage for the first time in Houston and got love and got love off the stage and everything. Nobody was pulling that old hater side eye on you or nothing. It was just like, hey, dog, good shit, good shit, woo-woo. So it's like, damn, this is dope. So the farther you got away, so I I can believe it. So internationally, yeah. I, and I just looked, I just looked at my fucking like Spotify and all that shit and said how many countries I was in. I was like, damn, that shit is nuts. That shit is, and 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 that it goes back to that um, not taking shit for granted. And I feel like my era, shit, you can't take shit for granted, especially right now at this moment. I'm happy that shit you even interviewing me. That that I just got paid. X amount of dollars yesterday for a verse. I just, you know what I mean? Shit like that is like, man, that's, that's, that's yeah. a blessing. The fucking I'm a, blessing. Yeah, I'm grateful to have you on, brother. Uh, I saw, I think you followed me on Instagram or something, and I thought, holy yep. shit, man, why ain't got him in the archive yet? Because we've done 750 something of these, and uh, but but I'm trying to get everybody. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and it's it's hard to to remember, you know. Uh, and some yeah, of the guys yeah. we have on the the show, man, they've they've never been interviewed before, or it might be their first interview in twenty years, or um, so it's a blessing to have you guys on, man. Matter of fact, I got a caller for you right now. This is uh, the homie Sin from France. I know he's got a question or two for you. Sin, you there, brother? Yes, yes, sir. Hi, Scott. Hi, Mister Key. What's um, up, man? Yeah, fine, fine. Can you tell us about your your first album in '93, uh, uh, "Live in on the Ultimate High," and uh, the song "City of Danger" of your town? Uh huh. City of Danger. What about it? He just wants you to tell us, tell us about, like, I guess the the the, the project itself. Oh uh, well, that that song, um, that song. Uh, that was like the main, you know, talking about talking about my city and where I was from, and and it was cool because I got a lot of people in the background in the song too, actually saying shit. It was like this this is back when motherfuckers was juiced just to go to the studio with you and shit and smoking and drinking and shit. That like it was fun as fuck. That was like a fucking field trip, especially when you when you sitting on the on the city blocks and you know never knowing what the fuck could happen and everything. So when you go to the studio for a couple hours. Um, you know, you kind of just get to be free and everything. So that that was actually um, one of one of the funnest songs on that that album. Because like I said, I had people saying shit. I had people in the background just er, er, just little noises and shit. You know, and that was just describing um, you know, San Francisco, the city of danger. And uh, always wanted to use that beat too. That do 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 do. So 
so that that shit came out dope, man. But that was that was real fun though. But that whole that whole album was just I didn't even know what an EP was or how, and it, and it ended up only being a six song EP because it was just it's like I mean I got in a lot of trouble back then and shit, and um, wasn't really focused. So I mean that that to me was like okay, there's enough songs. Fuck it, let's put it out. Let's see what the hell's going on. And that that ended up being, man, we would sell them out of the trunk, up and down the block. And and it just went from there, man. And just that was amazing, amazing to me that somebody five blocks away was playing it, and and I felt like I fucking made it. <laughs> and that was five blocks away. And now look, I'm talking to somebody from around the fucking globe. Yeah, you know, yeah, right. And, and you did uh, uh, some um, mixtape or demos before before this album unreleased. Before that album. Yeah. I probably did, but you you could never like back then. It was man, it was so early in the game that back then there was no real way to to record it unless you actually went to a full blown fucking studio. You know what I mean? So it was. I can only say that I probably had shit on. Um, you know, my little boombox would record voices and stuff, and and somebody else could play their boombox to to have the beat in the background. But that's probably it. And I wish, I wish, man. I, I my mom told me a long time ago. And I wish I would have listened to her as far as keeping everything, everything from magazine articles to just any fucking tape or anything, any raps I wrote. Like, I wish I listened to her. But, I mean, I was so all over the place, man. I, I lost a lot of that shit. But, yeah, that would be the only way if I had any demos before that would have been just on a tape somewhere, just kind of freestyling into the mic, you know? Yeah, you're right. And when you tell us when about you your... Oh, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. Oh. Can you tell us about the... No, go ahead. <laughs> There's I'm a little sorry. time delay there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, you, you go ahead. No, I, what I got to say ain't important, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Now, can you tell us about the, the song Texas Collection on the on your classic album, Carlos Tid Dreams? Oh, Texas Connection. Oh. Um, Yes, that one was another another fucking really really fun and spontaneous song. Um, I got two guys from out there, uh, Fade Dog and um, shit. I can't remember the other guy right now that I have on there. There, there were two guys that I instantly clicked with out in out in um, uh, San Antonio. One was from San Antonio, the other one was from Houston. Um, Fade Dog and damn, I, I don't know why I can't remember the other guy's name. But because to me, and, and to be honest, and no disrespect to nobody from Texas or anything like that, I didn't really like a lot of down south rappers as far as, like, them just being kind of, you know, just simple. As far as, like, rapping-wise and style-wise was, like, kind of, you know, a little – because, I mean, shit, I'm, I'm coming from uh, Frisco. Or, even when I was out there in Texas, they would tell me to slow down. Slow, they even, even just my attitude, like, just talking and shit. Slow down, dog. Damn. <laughs> so – Uh, when I when I clicked with a couple rappers, because that's why one of my favorite rappers from like down south and everything was Ti when he first came out because he didn't sound like the average you know uh, rapper from down south. And like I said, from Scarface to Ti, there's only certain few that I liked, and that was just my taste. Like I said, no disrespect for none, nobody out there, but those two rappers on that song were two rappers that I actually like, you know, got got turned on to and was like, hey, they're, they're pretty dope. Fade Dog from San Antonio and the other cat, and we just went to the studio. 
I had a I had the um uh, I had the idea for the hook, the uh the singing part. Um just like I said, I wrote even if there's a singer on it, I wrote it. And um man, there was a girl in another like two studios down that was singing and I I was I went over there like, Hey, what's up? What you are you busy? Like oh she she was said she was about to leave or whatever and um, I said, if you sang before in the studio and stuff like that, she's like, hell yes. Yeah. Uh, she actually sang, sang back up on tour for Janet Jackson, the girl that sang on that song. Um, so, man, just like I said, go so, take no for an answer. Hey, girl, get in here. We need you to sing something. And that's how we put it together, man. And it was that uh, Texas connection. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. I knew Sin yeah. would be go, uh, going way back with it, too. So, uh, hell yeah. shout out in for uh, calling in and uh, asking some questions. You got any more before uh, we go to this next song? Uh, something like uh, who's the rapper inspired you uh, on the bay back in the day for rapping? Um, inspiration was uh, uh, Kugnut was uh, inspiration to me. Um, and more than more than just rapping, just because of the, the person he was. Um, personally, that's the first time I, I, I've said this before. The first time I, I, I met another rapper that wasn't on some bullshit, you know what I mean? Was on, was like real, real down to earth, and um, so that was the inspiration in itself. And um, anybody else, as far as like, I didn't really have too much inspiration back then, man, because I thought I was a shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I I thought I was I thought I was the best, so. I didn't really look at it as, you know, especially if you're from the Bay Area. I always say that Rakim was one of my favorite rappers, but you know he wasn't he wasn't my competition to me as far as as far as the way I was looking at it like that. But I mean, the, the more I look back at it, especially you know the E40s, uh, him having a whole new style um, that nobody heard, especially back then, Mr. Flamboyant shit like that. That was I, when I first heard that song. I was like, what the fuck is this? That shit was like yeah. blew my mind and and, um, and just. And like I said, I can never say I can never say somebody like lyrically inspired me, but it was like Kugnut, like I said, down to earth and everything. E40 was more for like the uh, just just the whole E40 and Too Short, just out the trunk, like inspiration like that, like be a fucking hustler. So those those they all inspired me as that as far as that goes. But like I said, I was cocky back then and was like, man, fuck everybody, I'm I'm better. <laughs> yeah, Kugnut was very dope. I think about uh, Elmanuel Player, IMP. His album. Oh yeah. Was, oh, Dre Dog. And I got to Dre Dog. I have to correct. <laughs> I have to correct a lot of people because um, him and C Fresh sounded so much alike that people would confuse them, and I'd have to correct them. Like, nah, that's Kugna. Nah, that's C Fresh. <laughs> and from that ill-mannered player. You know who was dope too? <laughs> um, a guy uh, you you were on Marijuana Dreams with. Um, he only put out two albums though, Little Wino. Um, Oh yeah, that guy was little cold, was man. Yeah, yeah, little one was dope. Really I, I love how I love how he went right after me on that um, marijuana dreams and shit. That that fit perfect. And see, and I and I, and I, I clicked I clicked with him too. You know, um, Hurricane J, him, and and like I said, man, it's it's, it's hard to like speak about shit like this because um, I've been told, you know, because I don't speak Spanish. Um, you know, like I did click with the black folks. You know what I mean? I clicked with him and fucking Hurricane J, like quick as fuck, because just more because it, like the Cholo stuff wasn't really my style. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So it's it, I I can't you can't get mad at me for who I click with. 
You know what I'm saying? Shit, even even when I was in the county jail, like, fuck, um, I didn't go play soccer. When it was time to go play basketball, I went to play basketball. You know what I mean? So it's like, it, it is what it is. And, um, yeah, Lil Wino, dope as fuck. Hurricane J, dope. Yeah. Um, shit, never was dope. The, the, the whole little, um, the lowdown shit was dope. They, I, I probably got along. I, I probably clicked with them the most. The whole, you know, the whole, uh, the whole crew, the, uh, the lowdown crew. Yeah, them guys. Yeah, they were sick. Uh, what's his face, man? I don't know if you were on it or not. He did a minority militia project. That um, man, it, it broke a record. It's in the Guinness Book for like the largest group or something. Man, he had like uh, 130 people most, in it or something. Like that. Yeah, the most people uh, on the cover and shit. Yeah, yeah. I I was like, man, it, it was dope to see him get get in the fucking Guinness book, you know what I'm saying? That's a hustle and a half. I mean, he did break the record, but you got to really convince the motherfuckers, you know. Yeah. And, uh, uh, that shit is trip. Dope. I had to find my floating head in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On that cover. Um but uh, uh I, I want to congratulate one. you uh, just I want to congratulate you for the the cover of Seldom Seen. It was a dope cover. <laughs> uh, you did. The, is it the newer the newer one? The red one? No, no. Seldom, seldom Seen you did by the day of 2006. Uh, but is it the... Because uh, I got... what what that That's a little thing, too, where um, the people I was dealing with with that album, they put... Is, are, you, are you talking about mm-hmm. the one that looks like a shadow? Or I I kind of re put it out. Yeah, exactly. With, uh, yeah, like, uh, the sh- yeah, the shadow with the desert and all. It's, it was dope shit. Oh yeah, exactly. right on, right on. Yeah, you had a mask on or something. Well, now no, now I do on the newer one. Yeah. Yeah, you, you got you got it. Yeah, back, uh, back in the day. Um, but uh, I'll tell you what, we're gonna. Um, we're going to go to this song here, and then I want to come back, and I want to give you the floor, brother. Uh, but this one here is uh, Racks in the Safe. Uh, kind of tell us about this one. So it's it's going to – it's it's a single that should be off my new album. I'm still – man, right now i got like 20-something songs. I'm going to probably cut them down. So this might just be a single or it might still be on the new album. The new album is called A God Amongst Men. This song right here got a TYSF. She's a female out of uh, Frisco. She's dope. Um, y'all need to check her out. And then uh, my boy, Big Rome, he's from out in uh, Soledad. And, um, yeah, my boy Chosen singing on the hook. So this one, like I said, I can't promise you to be on the album, but it is a single that's out. And um, I actually got it under uh, GT Digital, Gold Toast Digital, um, just trying to test that out a little bit. Because I've always, I got my own uh, distribution too, but I'm trying to see what this collab can do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. All right, man, we'll be right back with Mr. Key. Don't go nowhere. Racks in the safe. Only time I change, I cook my guts, blow the roof out, ride around. 
around trying to see what hoes talking about. I find them bitch only smoke that loud. And when she rolls it up perfect, she looks so proud. I move mean. We're running with a whole different crowd. At lunch meetings, eating steak, talking money in piles. I'm forever wrapped to the bread like a Fabby Davis. I get that. Bag and I bring it back to the family. Split that. Black burner for the cause you should get back. And most these haters love my shit but won't admit that. But I ain't tripping. I'm swimming through filthy waters as usual. Dodging sharks while I'm sipping on my beautiful. It's bosses only in this meeting I hold. Pop the clip, rip tight while I'm letting it go. I only fuck with 100 with that paper to blow. And hold my dick with both hands while I'm letting you know. Bitch. Hold up, it's a wave. All or nothing big moves how we play. I'm talking racks in the safe. When I break a 100, only time I change face. Hold up, it's a wave. All or nothing big moves how we play. I'm talking racks in the safe. When I break a 100, only time I change face. Never trust a hoe, niggas love to pick a foe Y'all are shawty from the scope, automatic, no reload Said he's stacking all these dollars from the floor up to the ceiling Love a sexy ass nigga who get it and handle business Associated with no bitch, I keep that dope potion Exotic shit, I'm smoking, them bros so can't relate Get the push into the pedal, I'm the boss of metal Metal like a shopper, get the pay for me hundred dollar good, man I get it, I'm with it That nigga wish he could hit it Heard I'm dripping past limits, I got this ice if you sick it Slimey slime that I'm living, that only loud I can hit it Keep it sliding, no thinking that nigga wish that I would huh. But I'm a Frisco man I'm from a city where these suckers that can get no play. Look, look, I'm from Frisco, baby. Money flowing, got the yayo when the fifth go crazy. Say, hold up, it's a wave. All or nothing, big moves, how we play. I'm tucking racks in the safe. When I break a hundred, only time I change face. Hold up, it's a wave. All or nothing, big moves, how we play. I'm tucking racks in the safe. When I break a hundred, only time I change face. Loud enough to crawl, red bandana Fall through with my car, climbed up like Santa Hoeing up the fall, throwing up the fall I be throwing up on fall, I right, hand to the net Sammy, you're the tech, and it with a rep Homie, give me my respect, hoodies getting wrecked Pussy getting checked, wake up with the desk With the head turned to the left When I was growing up, we ain't had a big knock We had house or house, parking out in six shots We was like, I was on y'all, but yeah, y'all for sale Brought by the next dash, super eight motel With the heat, pop them in the street, another opera gonna sleep. Hold up, it's a wave. All or nothing, big moves, how we play. I'm tucking racks in the safe. When I break a hundred, only time I change face. Hold up, it's a wave. All or nothing, big moves, how we play. I'm tucking racks in the safe. When I break a hundred, only time I change face.
um, working on the the, the the latest album. Um, it's called A God Amongst Men. Got all kinds of people on there. Like I said, I'm going like getting newer cats, and then like even one of the songs I got is the JT from In Too Deep, and um, and my boy Randy Heat Monster from Doja Click. Like that's on one yeah, song. Like, so I'm going. I'm, I'm going back, I'm going forward, I'm trying to, and, and like we were talking about Cool Whip and, you know what I mean, and getting a couple of these newer newer cats on, so just just trying to bridge all that stuff, and that should be around February or so, and then um, if that ain't my last album, you know what I mean, it, it, it may or may not be, but uh, my perfect scenario would probably be one more album, and I've always sat on this, uh, this uh, title. Is um and this is the first time I really said it to nobody, but it, it's uh called Twenty Four Hours Later because I always wanted to connect it back to you know the Seventeen Reasons, Eighteen with a Bullet, Fourteen Care Dreams. So this one would be called Twenty Four Hours Later if I drop one more after that, and it's looking like I probably will as long as as long as um as long as I'm still having fun with it. See that's the the big difference is I'm having fun now, and it ain't stressful. It ain't me waking up every morning like you know how do I hustle? How do I do this? You know you you get to that point in your life where everything else is fucking lovely and you ain't stressing off shit. So the music's fun again. So um, a God amongst men is coming out about February, and then um, 24 hours later, I called it that because it feel like like it was just yesterday when Forty Care Dreams and all that shit came out. So that's pretty much it, man. And um, y'all y'all could. It's it's Mr. Key four one five on anything from Facebook to Twitter to to Instagram. It's M R K E E four one five on on all that. So that's how you can reach me and man, follow your boys, y'all. If y'all if y'all old fans, reconnect with your boys. If uh if you're newer fans, man, introduce yourself to me. You know what I mean? So let's let's do it. And y'all, hey, do me a favor. One last shout out, man. Y'all, y'all be kind to each other, man. For real, it's, it's too much shit out here going down. Too much shit in the whole fucking world to not to not show love to each other. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what we need the most. You feel me? Man, we all need to be smoking some good weed. You know what I'm saying? And uh, having these marijuana dreams, man. I'm gonna get out of here with this class. <laughs> Mr. Key, you take care of yourself, my brother. Be safe. Let's do this again real soon, man. Be easy, bro. What's up? Right on, man. Break down that weed, boo. Break it down. Here we go. Two for me, one for you. Three for me, one for you. Bagging up these twants in the block so I can slang. Sometimes the sticky fungus gets laced up with cocaine and bang. Just like it's that nitro switch. Feel the boost and fuck the bottle like your bitch. Then it's time to choose. You can hit the road and you can hit that design. I'm late to do my show and I got to get myself some drizzling. I'm feeling about that bitch with half a zip and everything was cool. Hopping in my six, seven galaxy. Old school transmission slipping, but I ain't tripping. I'm drinking three for 25, two for 15, then I'm dipping. The methods of a hustler ain't no secret. Get them sprung and they will come. Expectations of that fat. That got everybody fighting on sun. They break the things, pillow sacks of sticky green. But it's all wrapped up in a $20 blanket, fool. You better come clean. Or you could have this fire bag of stress. Cause now this last endo sack, I'm taking it facial straight to the chest. Loaded. It seems to me I got a marijuana dream that needs explaining, no big trend. But what I'm saying, that's no need for no delay. And always rain and seek is weed is even sometimes rain and mix. Chocolate dollar, the white no side, that's why it's never smart to step. Fuck the tech, I got a bong. Up from a glass, four feet long, I'm smoking your ass out, no doubt. Nigga, what's wrong? You gone. Pipe to the phone, I wrist your dome. Making your mind play twitch. Watching the teacher's tongue flip like a stoner with a twitch. Ain't that a bitch? Far gone. Trying to get a little higher. See this man with an ink in here, and I won't retire, cause I'm a fighter. Locust virus getting fried, but I'm gonna see. 
cheat every now and then I'm doing my deed Taking the heat and growing the tree Purple kiss, I'm smoking free Not just me, I thought you knew Staying true to that crew You know who know that dark crew Mr. Key and to everybody in my marijuana drink I'm high as fuck, so we'll see But then to walk up with a bag of green I'm so serious about my money, you be slanging you my enemy. I'm so serious about my money, give me slang and got my enemy. If you think that you got the muscle, nothing but trouble. Number one, no down, coming with that ultimate hustle. Cause this rap game's a motherfucking trip. I got haters that I never even met, and motherfuckers on the dick. So fuck them crooked ass badges, and them bitch made player haters. Don't ever think that you could try to fade us. Cause all my life I've been up to no good. And if I could, I surely would be smoking the bud. I gotta let these motherfuckers know I ain't no joke. I ain't with being broke. Cross me up, I'll leave you up in smoke 209 till I die, West Coast for life Everybody's gotta die, never cry, better run Motherfucker run, world destruction Soon you'll be dead and gone, here for nothing You wanna know if I'm a rider, check my record Always been suicidal, times are hectic Almost to Armageddon, I see you sweating Hoping you make it to heaven, you see the good die young It's how the West was won with a gun Like father, like son, visions of me dead and gone I'm so serious about my money, if you slang and you my enemy. Check this out, Chuck D. Public Enemy. 